All right, we're really excited. Let's knock out thanking our sponsor. This episode of The Back Office is brought to you by Ace Hardware. It's Bill. Now, Dave, play that Leo Sayer. Got canned Gatorade for Gardner. You got a shotgun. All right, people. Jaguars take down the Indianapolis Colts week one. What a 24 game. good guys, 17 for the Phillip Rivers. So that brings us to our first segment of the post-game show. Are the Jaguars back? I think so. I think they are. I think so. Wow, what a game. Uh, Dave gets uh, the award for closest prediction. Uh, he had the Jaguars winning uh, by um, a bit of high river score, but um, wow. Uh, instant reaction, Dave, tell me. Yeah, I mean, are the Jags back? I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. It's early, but – if you look at it holistically, this wasn't a performance of, of one or two people. Obviously, we'll talk about the performers, the highest performers, but it was a big team win. And I know that they said that when they got off the field. Um, and what I like the most is that it seems like everybody in that locker room has really embraced that mentality. I don't want to name any names, but I'm going to. It's good to see the Jalens and, and, and the Leonards and the folks that clearly weren't buying into whatever the Jags have been talking about for the last month off off the squad and in hopefully better places for them but I like where everything's headed I mean the offense was clearly clicking you know we'll get to Minshew but man what a performance that was defense you know if I were to sum it up I'd say that Ben don't break was the attitude the whole game and you could see it from the first drive to the last drive that they never really felt like they were out of it and they just kept playing and it's great to see you know it's something we haven't seen in two years so what about you? Well, let me stop you there, and not to get petty on anybody, but Yannick Ngakwe's stat line today, he didn't register a statistic. No pressures, no tackles, no sacks, no nothing. I'm pretty sure Adam Thielen, their wide receiver, got a tackle today. <laughs> the stat line, I think he's actually above him. And Ronnie Harrison, who, man, you could do no wrong to us for the longest time, but just the way you piece out of Jacksonville and took shots. Uh, yeah, you got three snaps today. So uh, I hope you both are real happy in your, uh, your new spots. Um, I'll still w- wish uh, best graces to Leonard Fournette, but um, yeah, today was uh, the Jaguars executed flawlessly uh, in certain departments. Uh, Gardner was just like as cool and collected as you could be. I mean, he only had one incompletion. He never tried to make anything happen that didn't need to be happen, happening. Um, no errors. Yeah. It was a clean game. Cool, composed the whole game. And to talk about that incompletion, that was in the first quarter, I believe the first pass that has ever been intended to Visca Chenault was dropped. And yeah. for the rest yeah, he, of the game, he, he, he was perfect. Yeah, that was, a, that was a super clean pass, too. And then James Robinson, undrafted uh, free agent out of Illinois State, um, it was just so refreshing to see him, see our running back, have some vision, hit holes. He didn't make a mistake running all day. I, I, I couldn't count. I mean, yeah, and I think that the, the one knock that you'll probably hear, and, and I would hope not from the, the local media because they know better, 
is, you know, he went kind of flat in the second half. But to me, that's probably the best indication that he had a great game because it opened up the entire passing attack in the second half. They had to stack more guys in the box to shut him down. I mean, he had something like 60 yards in the first half on 10 carries. He was averaging six yards a carry. Had a 28-yard pass reception where he hurdled a defender. Um, you, I mean, if you can find a better rookie performance from a running back that was undrafted, I'd love to hear it. But You I can't. Can. That was the record for most yards by an undrafted free agent in their rookie debut Unbelievable. On, on kickoff weekend. Yeah, and for a team that, you know, I, I can't remember the exact numbers, but we kept, what, 12, 14 rookies? It certainly doesn't look like composure is an issue. I mean, these guys went out there, they were down early, and they just kept battling back. They were never out of the game. You know, we had a couple lucky breaks. The, the Colts missed a, a field goal that probably ended up being particularly important towards the end. Uh, not that it would matter because we won by seven, but it but still obviously changes kind of the, the dynamic of the game at the, at the end there. Um, and what I thought was unbelievable looking back on it is, you know, we didn't force a punt the entire game. We had two uh, turnovers that we forced on downs on fourth and one, I believe fourth and three. Um, we had two interceptions off of Rivers, and we had that missed field goal. But the Colts never punted, and they found a way to win, which is unbelievable. Wow, that's actually kind of scary. Now you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but the bend-up break is the best way to describe it. Um, I mean, the defense, you knew that they were going to get scored on today. I was willing to give them a pass for the first game, and they really showed up. Um, would like to see a little bit better performance from our edge rushers. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if we had a sack today or not. I don't believe we had a sack. The, the call-out that I know we're going to get to players that impress, but uh, I don't think this individual will, will be on that list and not for not deserving it, but – uh, somebody that I went in the game really curious about and came out of the game going, huh, uh, you know, maybe they were right and we got something there is, is Ronnie Harrison's replacement. Josh Jones led the team in tackles with 12. Mm. Uh, he seemed to always be around the ball, uh, which is a great sign for a safety that, you know, seemingly came out of nowhere. Uh, behind him was, him was Miles Jack with 11 and Schobert with eight. Uh, honestly, I mean, I think that's a great sign if those are your three players that are that log in those tackles. So. Who had interceptions today? Uh, C.J. Henderson, Andrew Wingard. Wingard. Did Joe Shepard have an interception today? He did not. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, a very promising start for that defensive unit. That these guys have not had any time to play with each other. Not so many new faces um, and a limited off season. So that was great to see. Even Trey Herndon made an absolute baller play at the end that saved the game. Yep. Um, yeah, no, so. and, and, and on, on Herndon and the, the DBs, um, and I'll call it Henderson for a minute, uh, the propensity to not only be around the ball but make open field tackles where there literally is no one behind you was uh, obviously a lifesaver for us. But, you know, kudos to those guys. I mean, uh, tons of open field tackles in the flats that otherwise would have resulted in even bigger plays. And, you know, we'd, we'd been getting killed in the flats in the first half. And it seemed like the, the DBs really took it on themselves to make that not a thing in the second half. Um, and schematically, I don't think we really adjusted. I think we, we continued to play our game. It seemed like man-to-man cover two most of the game um, with, with some blitz packages mixed in. Specifically, they, it looked like they brought in Schobert and Miles kind of right on either side of the nose tackle a couple times. A few times they brought pressure, a few times they dropped back. Um, kind of Todd Wash 101, it seemed like. Yeah, Miles uh, had a couple good looks on Rivers today. 
uh, something we talked about in the pregame show, you know, getting him involved now and blitzing a lot more instead of having to play field general in the middle. Yep. Um, one last note on the defense. Uh, I mean, this offense that they played is a good offense. Yes. One of the best offensive lines in the league, and they handled their own. I mean, the, the very first drive, they ran all over us, and then we made adjustments. Um, didn't see Timmy Jernigan out there, unfortunately. So it was really just Avery Jones and Taven Bryan and a little Devon Hamilton um, yep. really put, put up for the team. Um, yeah. And this is Philip Rivers and Frank Reich. Like, these guys know what they're doing. And they have uh, T.Y. Hilton and Paris Campbell as wide receivers. I mean, it's a good offense, and good offense. the 17 points is a miracle. Like you said, I mean, the, the offensive line, in my opinion, is, is an undisputed top three offensive line in the NFL. Uh, from a, a play-calling perspective, I think that Frank Reich really didn't leave anything out there. I mean, there were plenty of plays where it got tricky, I mean, especially on, on the, that first fourth down. I mean, there, he, uh, he pulled out a lot of stops, and, and the Jags had answers, and so that's, that's really reassuring. So very – very excited on that. So uh, moving on to our big cat player of the game. Who you got, Dave? Big cat player of the game. Uh, I got to give it to Minshew, right? I mean, if, if you look at that game in a vacuum or even out of a vacuum, uh, there's not many players that can go out there and throw up a 95% completion percentage, threw for 173 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, I'll call him out specifically on that first touchdown. Man, was that a laser. I mean, that is not an easy throw to squeeze it in between a corner and a safety. You know, it, what looked like they were in like Tampa too. So you, you got two guys, you got a small window in the corner of the end zone, and he found a way to make it happen. Um, and, and not only the play on the field, I'd say when he got off the field, I don't know if everybody's had a chance to look at the, uh, the locker room post game, but he, it's his team now, and I'm super excited to see it. Yeah, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, go on the Jaguar social channels. Uh, Minshew gives an epic post-game speech. Um, and just that is just so nice to see. Uh, we're, we're all rooting for this guy. Uh, just please be good. And it looks like uh, he's a certified baller. Um, yeah, and the last thing I'll add is that, you know, I know that the, the, the folks that were Jags fans going into today that were, you know, a little bit excited about the tank for Trevor – I certainly wasn't one of them. I know you weren't. Don't worry. We still got a chance. The Rams play tonight. They're going to get beat by the Cowboys. <laughs> and it'll all be fine. And what will happen is we're going to trade out of that first pick for a haul and get Gardner more, more pieces to build around. That would just be the icing on the cake for today. Uh, if the Rams uh, – I don't want to give Caldwell too much credit, but, you know, maybe he's an evil genius and he's just been misunderstood for six years. Who knows? Uh, how about you, Jeff? Who is the big cat player of the game? Um, you know, Miles had a really great game. Uh, I think he's going to get really comfortable in that role and we'll get our money's worth on that contract. Uh, Minshew obviously was, um, surgical, but I'm giving it to a second of my pride, giving it to the UF alum, uh, CJ Henderson, five yeah. tackles, three pass breakups and a pick. Uh, he locked down that side of the field pretty well. I made some really great tackles. Um, He's just a polished player, well-rounded. He's going to be there for a long time for us. Um, it, also, it also seemed like he, he actually listened to the play calls and didn't just go on an island, which is refreshing for the, the left corner. <laughs> he, uh, it looked like he was having fun out there, which seeing the players have fun is also awesome as a fan. Yeah. Like That makes you realize like what, what you care about so much is, is worth it to these guys too. Um, so that is just 
all around uh, today could not have gone better uh, just for the, the energy for, for the franchise uh, was much needed. I thought this pod, there's, you know, a radio show is going to be short lived uh, the way uh, I was projecting this season. Uh, so uh, really nice to, to start off on a good foot. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Jake, Jake Gruden, man, the play calling. Was... Yeah. If we weren't giving it to a player, uh, he's the guy. Yeah, agreed. We need to keep Jaden Gruden here for a long time. Yeah, the, uh, the distribution, and we talked about this going into the game, but the distribution of, of touches, whether it's from a rushing or a receiving standpoint, um, you haven't seen a game plan like that. Uh, frankly, I can't remember one in, in the 2010s that looked anything like this. Um, so that's really exciting. You, you have that to look forward to. This, this offense is far from monotonous. It's not run, run, pass like we're used to. Um, they did a lot of good things. There's some stuff that didn't work early on, and they went back to it. Like that Keelan Cole touchdown was the exact same play. They, they didn't get open on an earlier third and seven. They went back to it because they knew that the safety was, was looking. So um, stuff like that makes me really optimistic. That design play on the chart touchdown where it might have been play action, Minshew just looks off everybody and then just, you know, pivots and finds chart on a laser. Yeah. That's really difficult to defend. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, what the offense did today. Uh, he's Jay Green's like a rich man's Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Explain, explain it. Um, but unfortunately, uh, despite all of the offensive success, the back that brings up lock of the week. Uh, Did not come through. Yeah, we're going to go. We're going to start the, the year 0-1, fortunately. Chris Thompson, uh, we thought might be an important part of the passing game. Um, but it was the James Robinson show, and Chris uh, only accumulated six yards of receiving. So. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. Uh, that said, you know, this is a commitment to our viewers. I promise we, we will continue to refine our picking and just trust the process. You know, it took, took the Jaguars a long time. Just, just trust us. We'll get there. Yeah. A good thing we didn't get the episode out till uh, kickoff time. Yeah. yeah we, we would have had people coming for us for that walk. We even had time to talk to their bookie. <laughs> well, um, what do we got next? Oh, the magic, um, magic man moment of the game. Uh, yeah. Typically reserved for the goat Gardner Minshew, but I don't know if we can give it to him today. Yeah, really there wasn't one particular play. play. He was just so smooth; he didn't have to pull anything out of his. Yeah, I mean everything was good, so it's hard to call out a single. I mean, I guess he could have gone twenty for twenty. Uh, I'll put that one on Visca. Nothing against Visca; he got a touchdown shortly thereafter, but it was a good throwing ball, and you know he knew the hit was coming, so he dropped it, but. Um, yeah, Gardner, top to bottom, great, great day. So I don't know if there is a, a, a magic moment for him. If I were to go out and give it to another player, I think it's number 42 in your playbooks and number one in your hearts today, Andrew, Andrew Wingard. Wingard, baby. Man. I have doubted this guy so much because at times he has looked just so out of place in like oh. preseason games, but he had a sick interception today. Yeah, he uh, – you, you, you know, you go back and look at the play, but, I mean, he knew it was coming almost the whole time. He jumped the route, got in the right position, and just ripped the ball away from the receiver. Um, true, you know, absolutely impressive. I can't, I, I can't speak highly enough of him. I don't know if they gave him a game ball, but he deserves one. I mean, that, that definitely, you know, we went from probably being a little nervous about how they're going to hold on to it seemed like that kind of just clutched everything, so. I also, I think I'm going to give my stake in the award to James Robinson's hurdle. Thinking over that, if only Leonard Fournette had had that in his bag, 
in that Pittsburgh game. Hey, but at least Lenny's playing with a better quarterback now, you know? Uh, you know, I, I bet Tom's going to go for 98% complete in this – oh, wait, actually, I, I don't think so. I think he threw a couple of picks, but <laughs> – yeah, uh, I wish Tampa fans the best, but uh, it is very nice to be happy this Sunday even before they've played because they have a lot to look forward to this year. Um, okay, so maybe, so, uh, you know, while we wrap it up, week ahead, what are we thinking about going into uh, the Titans game? It's the Titans home opener. Nashville's historically hard for the franchise, but we're coming off a big win. What do you think? Yeah, uh, it would be nice if we had like a cupcake game to like keep this momentum brewing. But uh, yeah, we have a tough game next Sunday. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the, we're especially going to have to stop the run. I think this was a good tune-up for that. Um, but if we can't stop Derrick Henry, um, it's going to be a tough one. But I don't know, man. Uh, the way that we're playing uh, – I mean, we can beat them in a boat race where if you get put them in a position where they have to start passing the ball, um, that'll bode well for us. Uh, so, I mean, Gardner only threw for 173 yards today. Um, so I would like to see him air it out a little bit more. But yeah. we, we don't know. Uh, we only know so much from a fan's perspective. Um, you know, I think the Colts were, were really shadowing some of the, the deep stuff in their cover two packages. So Gardner took what they gave him, and that was 19 for 20. Yeah, no, I'd echo most of what you said. I mean, I, I think that the, the key next week is to to find a way to stop Henry early so, so that, you know, it doesn't become the focal point of the game plan. I mean, I think the, the Titans off of the line is a solid one. Uh, I, I know that they lost Isaiah Wilson this week due to some some transgressions with the law. Perhaps. <laughs> uh, to, to be determined has not been adjudicated yet, so I don't want to step over, step over uh, our bounds, but – um, yeah, I think the key is, is shutting down Derrick Henry early and often um, and forcing Tannehill to make plays. Uh, nothing against Tannehill. I think he had a great year last year. Um, but we've now seen what our quarterback can do from an efficiency standpoint. And if, if we're in a shootout, uh, I, I don't know. I take Minshew, uh, especially over Tannehill. But at this point, I mean, I don't know, over a lot of people. So uh, I'm definitely excited to see the game. Obviously, Nashville is – you know, it's its own beast, and, and they're going to have to figure out a way to go on the road and win. But I think uh, as excited as we are today, if they can go into national and get a W, um, you know, the, the, the first half of the season really opens up. And, and this could be a special special run for the Jags. So definitely excited. Yeah, but in true, true Jaguars fashion, uh, history will show that we would typically lay an absolute egg in this situation. But I don't know, maybe some tides have uh, turned uh, with Minshew at the helm. Yep. That's that's the hope. Um, yeah, the only thing I'd add is, you know, hopefully hopefully uh, we don't learn anything new from the injury report post-game about any of the players. It seemed like Josh Allen was fine, despite how scary it was seeing him go down. It seemed like it was just cramped, so that's a positive. Um, I know a couple of members of the secondary got banged up in the middle, Gerard Wilson being one of them, um, and then Josh Jones, but Jones came back uh, later in the game, and I'm not sure about Wilson. I think that's why Wingard was in the game. Um, but so that, that'll definitely be something to monitor throughout the week. But uh, by and large, I think the Jaguars got out, out of the game relatively unscathed, so we should be in good shape to march into Nashville. Cool. We'll uh, see you next Sunday, Dave. This has been the back office. Uh, play that Leo stage to uh, shuffle us away. Jaguar fans, go Jags. Let's go for two. Baby. First in the division. 2-0 oh, next week, baby.
Go Cowboys. Yeah, go Cowboys. Take us out, Jalen.